Welcome to the Horns Up Half Hour, Cedar Hill ISD's podcast about scholars, staff, and community. Our guests will be individuals from the district and the community. This podcast is for anyone interested in expanding their knowledge of all things CHISD. Hello, this is Michael Sudhalter, host of the Horns Up Half Hour podcast, and we're starting to do some um, different features for the podcast. We're going out to campuses and talking to people in the past. We've kind of you know, had it in the office and had people come to us, but um, we have a very special guest with us today, uh, Waterford Oaks teacher, Cheryl Hurst. Welcome to the podcast, Cheryl. Thank you. Yeah, it's an honor to interview you. I know you said you've been here at Waterford Oaks for 25 years. I have. I started in 1998. Okay, and then you, um, have you taught the same grade the whole time? I have not. I taught um, first grade for 10 years. Um, then I moved down to kinder, and then I moved to second grade for two, and now I'm back in kindergarten. Okay, so like um, Waterford Oaks, to it was a relatively new school when you got here, right? It was relatively new, yes. It had only been here, I think, like seven years, I think, when I first got here. Okay, oh wow. So what, what has it been that's made you want to, you know, stay here at this campus the whole time? Um, the families, I've gotten to know the families. I've had siblings. I've had children of my children. <laughs> um, and it just it just seems like the, the right fit. Oh, okay. It just seems like the right fit for me. Great, great. So I guess we'll start like early on. You said you were born and raised in Fort Worth. Yes. Did you know like as a child that you wanted to become an educator? I did. Um, it was kind of like a destiny for me. Um, I was in Girl Scouts, and I worked as a, um, what they call an aide. So at day camp and resident camp, I would work as an aide, and I got to work with younger children. I started working with younger children more independently and babysitting and things like that when I was 13. And it just was such a natural fit. When I went to college, that was the only thing I thought about doing was being a teacher. Okay, so you got an undergraduate in education? I do. I have an undergraduate in elementary education with a specialization in early childhood, so I can teach pre-K through sixth grade. Okay, okay. So you said you came to Cedar Hill in 98. Where were you prior to 98? I taught two years, my first two years in Dallas ISD, so I only spent, I've only been teaching 27 years. Okay. So I only spent two in Dallas, and then I came to Cedar Hill, and I spent the last 25 years. And what, what drew you to Cedar Hill then? Um, well, I had started just kind of looking around the area because we lived in Glen Heights at the time. And I didn't want to drive real far, but I wanted, you know, I just wanted to kind of stay local. Right. And so um, there were a couple of schools in the area that were looking for teachers in first grade. And so I wanted to stay, at the time I wanted to stay teaching first grade. So I made several applications out here, took two interviews and got offered two jobs on the same day in Cedar Hill, Highlands, and here, and I took the position here. So you've had probably, do you remember like how many principals you've had over that span? Ooh, quite a few, about seven, I think, or maybe eight. Okay, so has there been a lot of changes in that, or has it been pretty um, good? Some things change, but I would say for the most part, it kind of stays the same. Um... We do, oh, there are several traditions that we've just passed down from one principal to another that have kind of stayed the same. Some have fallen off here and there, some come back, but it just, 
that really just depends on the principal as to what happens around the campus. Okay, and I know that like later on I'm interviewing a teacher, Miss Lemon, who had um, gone to Cedar Hill ISD. I'm not sure if she went to Waterford Oaks, but um, I'm not sure either. But she's a new teacher coming in here. Um, what is there anything? Do you kind of get a chance to chat with like the new teachers when they um, arrive at Waterford Oaks? Give them some tips or anything like that. Oh, that's something I love to do. Um, I've been a mentor teacher before, and I'm mentoring a brand new teacher this year as well in Kinder. Um, and I enjoy sharing my knowledge with other teachers because, you know, with being here quite some time, I know a lot of the kids. And so if I can help with a student, then I'm more than willing to do that. Um, I'll do, I also participate in like the tutoring, the after school tutoring. It may not be my grade level, but I can help. So I want to be part of that. Okay. Oh, great. So what is the most challenging thing for like a new teacher, do you think? Uh... Probably classroom management this day and age because the kids are so everything is so very quick and not I mean they they need to change activities so fast and so often because they're used to watching TV where the activity changes maybe every 10 to 15 minutes or playing a video game that's quick and fast-paced and very um, engaging so we have to stay on stay on top of that and be more engaging than those things yeah, I know when I first came here, I had no technology. I mean, I was like nothing in technology. I knew nothing yeah. really about it. So um, I've grown. This is where I've learned all of my technology skills is right here in Cedar Hill ISD. So, so has teaching um, become more challenging than it was when you started? or? Um, I think it's gotten easier for me because I've gotten – a routine and I know how to base my classroom and how I want things to run. When I first started teaching, I didn't really know what I wanted to do or how I wanted things to be run. Um, and so for myself, I know that the actual act of teaching has probably gotten easier, but the paperwork and the stuff behind it, lesson planning and all of that kind of stuff, that has gotten to be more detailed. It's different than it was when I first started. Um, basically when I first started you just wrote what page number you were using out of the teacher's edition and now you have to justify what you're teaching and oh, why wow. you're teaching it and if there are any misconceptions and things of that nature. So teaching through the pandemic what was that like for you? That was different. Um, although I had taught I was had been teaching at the time for a company called VIP Kid so I was doing online teaching um, of English to people in to children in China. Okay. Um, and so I was using an English immersion. So I had done a little online teaching, but it was all very structured and very guided, and I only had to just follow a PowerPoint. But now it was me trying to create the lessons, you know, and and deliver lessons online. Right. From from my own creation, so that was very different. It was very challenging at first, and then I kind of got into a rhythm. And I started to enjoy it and be able to, you know, share with the kids that were virtual as well as the kids that were in my classroom. 
So have you been here longer than any teacher on the campus? I believe so. Okay, and I know last year, Miss Ford, she was assistant principal. Right. And then she um, just retired. Yes. So she was here probably about the whole time or close to it. But um, She was not on this campus, but she's been in the district oh, okay. about the same amount of time. I believe she was on... And now I don't really remember exactly what campus she was on. I want to say she was at High Point at one time, but I'm not sure. Um, but she has only been on this campus, I think, four years or five years. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. As our assistant principal, yes. Okay. Are there other, like, people in the district who you know that have taught a really long time? And Well, I do know that there. Miss Penny Williams, she is our one of our pre-K teachers. Okay. She is retiring at the end of this school year. She's been teaching over 30 years. Oh, wow. Um, I believe about half of that here in Cedar Hill. Okay. And the, the other half, she taught in Dallas ISD. And then her aide, um, Vicki Roberson, she has been on this campus 22 years. Oh, wow. And she's been an aide, a SPED aide, a pre-K aide, and the um, ISS aide. Oh, wow. Yeah. So did you know um, Jolyn Maddox at all? I did know Jolyn. Jolyn was here teaching fourth grade when she came here. Oh, okay. Was that the same there. time when you were here too? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, when I first started, Jolyn had already been, she had already been here. She was teaching fourth grade at the oh, time. Oh, wow. So yeah. what was that like working with her? I love Jolyn. She's super sweet. Yeah. Yeah. She's a great teacher. Oh, okay. Okay. So we've seen, you know, she retired and then also we talked about um, uh, Miss Ford had retired. So is is that kind of in your plans? Are you thinking along those lines yet? or? Well, I have one child, and she's in college. Okay. And I'm actually um, almost at the end of my master's degree. Oh, wow. Um, so I'm working on my master's degree in uh, reading and literacy. Okay. So my goal is to step out of the classroom next school year and to be a either an academic interventionist or an academic coach. Okay. Um. I would like for it to be right here in Waterford Oaks. Yeah. But if things do not work out, then maybe somewhere else. Somewhere else in the district? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, so where are you getting your master's degree from? From Capella University. Oh, online. great, great. So I know, like, what? Um, how did you decide to go for a master's degree? Well, it was kind of Dr. Taylor, Trevenia Taylor. Oh, yeah. She was our sure. principal here for a while. Yeah. And she had kept really pushing me to consider getting a master's degree and... So I just started looking into it, and my neighbor was working on her online degree. And so I, you know, I just started, she was working with Capella, and so I just started looking into it. And I thought, well, what the heck, I'll just take one class and see how it goes. Yeah. So I took one class, and it re went really well. Yeah. So I thought, okay, why not? Just go ahead and do it. It won't take that long. And I've only done one class each um, quarter, and there's four quarters you know, in the year, um, and I should be done, I, I was supposed to be doing my um, practicum this fall, but I think it's going to actually end up being in January, so I'll actually end up um, graduating in the end of March okay. in 2023. Oh, wow. So then was it challenging, though, like to go back to school after having, you know? Yes, it has been very challenging because I did not do any online school when I was in my in my undergraduate degree. Oh, okay. And this is a hundred percent online. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I was I was relearning how to be in college. Yeah. You know, and my daughter being in college at the same time has kinda helped 
Because she's done some online classes. Is she looking into becoming an educator? She is not. Okay, what no, is she looking at? She is finishing her EMT certification. In oh, wow. And she'll be done in December. And then she is going to go on to paramedic. Okay. And possibly RN. Oh, wow. Where is she going to college? She's going to Brookhaven Community College in um, Madison, I believe. Oh, okay. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah, right here in Dallas. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So, um... I know with uh, kindergarten, though, it's like a lot of the kids have gone to pre-K or, or to, um, you know, a daycare where they kind of have like an academic component, but some kids just show up and they haven't, you know, gone to any of that. Is that a challenge at all? That is a, very much a challenge, and it's even more so now with the pandemic because we have a lot more kids that have never been to any type of uh, structured environment, and so they don't know how to follow the structure of the day whereas kids who've been to pre-k and and even a daycare center have had a structured day where they do one activity and then they move on to something else and they move on to something else throughout the day but these kids have never had that structure so there it's a big adjustment for them okay and it can be tiring for them as well some of them you know can barely make it to the end of the day at the first six weeks they're nodding off by the end of the day yeah <laughs> So um, in this district, I know now STEM is a big initiative. Um, and then, but even at the younger grades, have you seen these kids do STEM type of things? Absolutely. We participate in the STEM activities on our STEM Fridays. We, um, when our campus went technology and STEM related um, several years ago, we participated in the um, the technology activities that, that in the program. Can't even remember what it's called, but we we participated in the activities of the program that we pr provided here on the campus, even in kinder. Oh wow! Um, and so the hardest thing right now for them is logging into their Chromebook. They don't understand and can't find the letters on the the, the keypad and things like that. So we're still having to log them in most of the time. But hopefully by December, most of them will be able to log themselves in. Okay. Well, what type of STEM things are they doing? Um, we've done. An activity where they had to create a bridge. Um, we gave them different materials and let them build the three the houses from the three little pigs, and they had to see which one would blow down and which one wouldn't, using you know like a straw or something to blow it. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. What are some of your hobbies then? Um, I'm into paper crafting. I make handmade cards and scrapbooks. Oh wow! I also sew. Um, I made a, the majority of my daughter's clothes when she was younger and. Um, I don't make very many clothes anymore, but I make a lot of like, uh, reasonable shopping bags and, um, reasonable makeup wipe things. Um, just about anything I can sew, um, pot holders. I don't quilt. That's a whole nother oh, okay. realm. Yeah. <laughs> That's something I'm not into, but my grandfather on my mom's side, of the family was a sewing machine repairman. Oh, wow. And then on my dad's side of the family, my grandmother was an alteration lady, alterations okay. lady for Montgomery Wards. Oh, wow. So there's a lot of sewing in my family. My mom was also a, a wardrobe mistress for the Fort Worth Theater for several years. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. So I enjoy sewing. Uh, my youngest sister owns her own embroidery business, and sometimes I end up sewing for her. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, in Waterford Oaks, obviously you said there's been, you know, since 98, it's been several 
principals and everything like that and just different leaders and different teachers, obviously, but like, what do you think it is about Waterford Oaks that keeps the culture so, so strong, so positive? Um, I, I just think we are more like a family here. Um, we try to work together. We try to support each other. And that, to me, means the most. Um, you know, I, I can't really speak for other teams on this campus, but I know for the kinder and the pre-K team, we're very close-knit. And when I lost my mom, <clears throat> sorry, um, last year, it was very, it was great to know that they had my back and that they were here for me, mm. whatever I needed. Yeah. So do you have any stories, like, that stand out during your time here that you'd want to share? <laughs> mm. I, um, well, recently, my favorite story for my recent kids, um, so we have pocket charts in our classrooms, and we do an activity called pocket chart chaining. Okay. And we had just started learning about pocket chart chaining, and I asked the kids, you know, what this object was, meaning the pocket chart. So one of my kids shouts out, charcuterie board. I'm like, what do you five-year-olds know about charcuterie boards? <laughs> But yeah, I guess our pocket chart could be a charcuterie board for letters. Um, so yes, there's they say the craziest stuff. <laughs> okay. Well, great. Well, um, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I appreciate your time and your service to the district. Um, it's I guess that'll be next year. It'll be what twenty five years. At the end of this school year. Oh it's wow. Twenty five. So, wow. Yeah. Has it gone by quickly? It has. It's It's been crazy. I didn't realize how, I mean, I knew it was coming up on 25 because my daughter's 23. Okay. And um, I had been, you know, I'd been here when I was expecting with her. And I just, it just flew, just flew by. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, my daughter will be 24 in June, and that will be the end of my 25th year. Okay, great. And, yeah, yeah. we wish you the best with your master's degree and all your um, thank you. future plans. So thank you so much. Thank you. All right.